I'm Marianne Kolpasak-McGee, Managing Editor at Information Security Media Group. Today I'm speaking with Phil Curran, Chief Information Security and Privacy Officer at Cooper University Healthcare in Camden, New Jersey. Phil will be discussing HIPAA omnibus, cloud computing, and some privacy and security challenges he's focusing on these days. Hi, Phil. Hi, how are you? Good. As you've worked on HIPAA omnibus compliance, what tasks are the most challenging? I found two tasks. Uh, one is the business associates agreement, not necessarily the modifications that we needed to put into the business associate agreement, but having the business associate understanding what their new responsibilities are under the omnibus rule. Some of our bigger vendors are okay with understanding what their what the new responsibilities are, but some of the not so big, the medium, the one or one or two Z business associates that we have, for example, just looking at one now, a one office shop that is going to do translation for us. How do they know what their roles are? So it's educating those type of business associates on what their roles and responsibilities are. Uh, the second is the policies and procedures, not necessarily the content of the policy and procedures, but the but the amount of time that it took to modify the, the, all of our HIPAA procedures. We have about 50 policies and procedures to deal with HIPAA. Each one of those needed to be reviewed, updated, and then have to go through the review and approval process. So that took some time in order to, to do that. And I really underestimated the amount of time that it would take to do the policies and procedures. Any suggestions or tips for other entities or even business associates, for that matter, that are still racing to accomplish their HIPAA omnibus compliance tasks? If you haven't, make friends with your legal and compliance team and your privacy team. I'm fortunate where we have very good relations with our legal and our compliance team. So if you have, the first thing is I would make good friends with those people. Second, I would prioritize what you need to do. Primarily look at your business associate agreement because that needs to get done. Get your notification of privacy practices done if it's not done already because that really needs to get done. That outlines what the new patient rights are and that needs to get out to the patient. Now, under HIPAA Omnibus, many cloud providers are considered business associates. What sorts of cloud services do you use? And based on your experience working with cloud vendors, what questions should covered entities be asking their cloud vendors when it comes to privacy and security? So we have five primary vendors that we use for outsourcing mission-critical applications. Those are what I would consider our primary cloud vendors. We haven't gotten into the Googles, the Amazons, the Microsofts yet. We are beginning to look at those. So what we've developed over the years is what's called a technical evaluation. And what it is is just a list of questions that we provide vendors that they need to, add, that they need to respond to. One section of that technical evaluation is what we call uh, cloud. And some of the questions we ask for, have you ever had a third-party audit? If so, can we look at it? For example, do they have an SSAE 16? Uh, what's your incident response plan? What does your architecture look like? What are your termination processes for employees? What are your hiring processes for employees? So there's a whole series of questions that we ask the vendors. And then, if necessary, we go out and visit the vendor to do an on-site review. 
Besides HIPAA omnibus compliance, what other security and privacy efforts are taking a lot of your time and attention these days? We're focusing on bring your own devices, mobile security. We're also focusing on file, uh, web file sharing, those drop boxes, the, the, the high-tail applications, and we're also looking at, at secure texting and, and how we can manage that within the organization. Looking ahead to next year, what's likely to be on your privacy and security priority list? First, there are medical devices. Many of our medical devices are uh, running Windows XP, so we have to work with the vendors to determine what plan they have to upgrade those those applica- those particular devices. Since XP will not be supported anymore, no patches will be available for, for XP, so that does have a concern for us. We'll also be taking a look at tablet use, not just the iPads, but other tablets. Uh, we found that most of our physicians, while they like the iPad, it really is, the iPad is not real conducive to their workflow. So we're looking at other types of tablets that would work with, within their workflow, but at the same time keep our information secure. What emerging security technologies, developments, or best practices do you think are most promising or deserve further investigation for adoption by the healthcare sector? Uh, first, I would take a look at virtualization, VDI, on how you can implement that successfully and, and securely, not just the servers, but the desktops, how you can manage those. Uh, the next thing I would take a look at is because of HIPAA Omnibus, we have to be more, res- more responsible for understanding the security architecture of our business associates. So I would look at like intelligence, what I would call intelligence operations centers, like the healthcare ISAC or high trust CTAS that would send intelligence reports out to their sponsors. Um, I would also take a look at, at secure texting. Technically, we really can't stop anybody from texting, but there are applications out there that would alleviate the concern that we would have with texting. So as well as look at uh, how you can manage getting rid of your pagers, etc., etc. Thanks, Phil. I've been speaking to Phil Curran of Cooper University Healthcare. I'm Marianne Kolbesek-McGee of Information Security Media Group. Thanks for listening.